This episode is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash sexnerd for your free audiobook download. Now entering nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Welcome to the show. It's the Sex Nerd Saunders show. We're talking about sexiness tonight, uh, as always, really. But tonight, specifically, we're focusing on spicing it up. So this is a show that's really about people who are in long-term relationships, or maybe they just tend to get into the same patterns in their sex relationships, and how to kind of change that up in really fun ways. Oh my God, my earrings are so yep. making noises right now, so I'm going to take those off. Like Earrings are off. The shit got crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just shot like a little promo for the live show, and I'm all like, don't worry, guys, everyone keeps their clothes on. And then I... Do they? Yeah. Generally, there was a spanking once. Oh, oh! I thought you meant. Okay, I was confused. Yes, I can confirm that people keep their clothes on the line. I thought you meant in the promo. Oh um, yes, well that too. There yeah. should be nudity in the promo, is what I'm saying. There should be there should be sex in the porn in the in the porno. Okay. Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> Welcome to this the- is my yeah my official co-host Dave Ross. Yes, thank you for hi. Yes. Yeah, hello. I'm stoked. I was I was just proposed to uh, as to be official co-host uh, not that long ago. It was uh, That's right. It was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we should be here. And then we high fived. Yeah. yeah. Official, and then the way it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was really nice, and there was pizza. Really spicy pizza. Was pizza. Yeah, I'm into jalapenos. Yeah. See, we're already. It's too too much commitment for me. Yeah, it's already. really intense. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle this. Uh, let's. Well, I, we spiced it up literally with a pizza. Whatever. Italian. You just told in. this whole room of people we had sex. Uh, <laughs> on we spiced pizza. It up. On pizza. We had sex on pizza. It was spicy. <laughs> So anyway, uh, if you want to spice it up, jalapenos during sex. That's the whole show. Have a good night. Thank you. It burns. Uh, Tonight, we actually have on Ian and Alicia, who are uh, some wonderful folks here in the L.A. area who run a sex store called Freddy and Eddie. Um, They're mostly online, but they just opened up a retail location in Marina del Rey. uh, And I was was actually really happy that they did that because they're doing fabulous work. And they've been married for 23 years. So if anybody knows about spicing it up, it would be uh, these two beautiful people. Um, so uh, Ian and Alicia, come on up. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you for well, coming. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you. We actually, we've seen each other around the uh, the sexual uh, nerdy kingdom of Los Angeles a lot. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> what, we haven't had sex. No, no, no. On the sexual nerdy, it's like there are <clears throat> sex educators just in the area in different spots. And then you go to a little something and you see small a few world. people. Oh, yeah. We run in small the world, same so. circles. Yeah. And a like, lot of times. I, I love the idea that there's a sexual nerdy kingdom, though. I, yes. Uh, yes. And you are queen. Queen. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Queen of Thank sexy you. nerdy. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you should have a really awkward outfit and, and a, like a special laugh. Long, you have a crown. A special laugh. <laughs> like, hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> 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 Well, you've, you've had our friend Jamie Waxman on, right? Yeah, that's right. Like, her laugh is 
very, very unique and wonderful. Yeah, she's she has sex that life. perfect sex laugh. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's her really number? <clears throat> it's her phone number? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it over to you. We'll okay, cool. It. Thanks. We'll text it to you. Thank Excellent. you. Cool. Well, uh, let's start off uh, this conversation with just the tip. This is where we try and hone in our sex knowledge into a very specific little bit of something. Yes, everyone settle in. I felt like the entire audience kind of settle, kind of get into the chairs. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> now up. I'm ready. Yeah, open up. <laughs> um, Alicia, would you like to go first? What do you have? To- um, the tip, I would have to say, under this theme, correct? Yeah. Or if you the feel... Spice it up. In, yes, spice it up, or but anything, I really... Well, for some of us who've been with our partners for a while, so 20 years, 23 years, I'd have to say the tip is not to wear your husband's underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty gross. Uh, you Preventative know. measures. And she does just, it uh, all the time. <laughs> you get comfortable. Your underwear is better. It's like boxers. You know, you roll them down and, and all nothing that. nothing is more We need to go panty shopping. Yeah. Well, yeah nothing, those. But I mean, uh, it's like after a while. I'm just kills. saying that's the tip. Now, wouldn't isn't that a tip that after being around for 20-something odd years? Yeah. That, not to do that. That's such a sexual buzzkill. All right. When, really? I see, right. when I see my underwear standing in front of me. <laughs> it's like, so it's, come on, honey. As I yeah. tickle your nipple there. And your that's underwear. interesting because I every time I've, I've been with a girl and she's worn my boxers, not like pre like clean, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, not just me like here, take it. Uh, like, <laughs> it's a turn on for me. Uh, it's so. a turn on for you. Oh sure. Uh, but is that all she wearing? All she's wearing is your new, no. Your but boxers. that's also more. That sounds like more of a turn on. Uh, uh, <laughs> just pretty much. Okay, look, I, I'm realizing right now that I like guys. Is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> no, I. You aren't the first woman to tell me that that they wear their husband's underwear. You know, it's comfy. And, and I'm wearing my comfy shirt. This, that. You know, that's it. Yeah. But all right, I, so I'm, looking for I'm learning a more not to do that. Okay. Than my own underwear. What's your tip then? Oh, my tip is wear her underwear. <laughs> Are we role playing? Is this role play? I there agree with go. this. Well, tip. I mean, you know, you there put you on her underwear, and she's gonna at least be shocked or turned on or say, "Get those things off." So one time I came out in her underwear. <laughs> what did you do? I was a bit scared. It's <laughs> very scared. I would also um, no, be scared. But, yeah, but you know what? It was fun. You get, you laugh, you forget whatever your stress is, and so on. And you're like, all right. We're, yeah, I was meant to get a laugh, and she laughed focus, like crazy. And, and you focus on each other, and there we go. And then you know, you have sex. Did you at least dance around? Oh no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's a missed opportunity. I, I can't dance fully clothed, <laughs> yeah. so it's like yeah, dancing in her underwear. He has white man wiggle. disease. Big time white yeah. man disease. So. Uh, lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zing. Zing to the 1%. <laughs> and all the impoverished white people feel sad. <laughs> yeah, these sex tips are for the poor people. So, uh, to be a member of the 99% if you're going to get laid after this. Um, my tip is not about uh, panties or underwear. Um, but you know, <laughs> I interrupt you I because like someone in the front row just went. <laughs> I, I feel peer pressure now, but uh, no, I was thinking about this and um, having a kitchen timer 
in the bedroom or a chess clock or some kind of timer next to the bed can be really fun because especially like for instance, let's say you can play all sorts of games with it. Let's say uh, you have performance anxiety or you have a really hard time coming. You can start doing a thing where you're just like, okay, seriously, I just want to go to sleep. But okay, for the five minutes, you can go down on me. I'll go down on you for the next five minutes. And you can just know that there's a time allotment to the play and you know that when it ends there's no pressure you can change it up and you don't have to continue until somebody explodes and some incredibly passionate feeling that may or may not happen and then you freak out you know like you don't have to continue and doing something for a long period of time yeah but so, they usually oh, have a loud bell at the end right i love that sound it's <laughs> like, wake our, but it wakes our kid up <laughs> oh well you can do like on an iphone like do like a nice buying or something like ba ba oh. or you know down low but i mean you can do that you can do um or just you know like i get to be the boss for five minutes or ten minutes and like to practice taking charge because for a lot of people they they just want to practice giving and receiving a lot of people love to give but can't find it in themselves to be comfortable receiving pleasure so knowing that for the next five minutes you can't move and you just lie there and take it like a man that's fun that can be a, or a sensitive feminine flower whatever but it feels really good to have so note to self by timer <laughs> yes there. or i mean i i would use a cell phone timer but it's really irritating to push the button especially when you're aroused and you're like oh oh i'm wet and i want to go do that and you have to push the buttons to make it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just want to click, 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 ding. Well, now you can there just you talk to the phone, though. You can just tell it to set the timer, oh, right? Sorry, my iPhone S is <clears throat> in the mail. Yeah, pretty so. soon you can just have sex with the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could just say, right, Siri, time my sex. <laughs> Whoa. Actually, that's a really fun play on it, too, is uh, doing kind of an Olympics thing, like a race, and see how fast you can make the person come. Just like, let's say you really are tired or you need to go to go to a PTA meeting or whatever. Um, whatever. The, and be like, all right. Let's see how fast I can just get you off right now. Of course, that wouldn't work if you're like, I never get off because I freak out about that. Clearly not your game, but it's fun. True, true. But yeah, mm. I don't know. I like time and stuff. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it sounds fun. Underwear, two kinds, a timer, and what is your tip? What's your tip? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, this is something I'm not usually asked because I don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> Bring it on, man. I don't know. I mean... Uh, <laughs> my tip is usually I, every time I've given a tip, it's been about the same. I'll just tell you that. But I would probably say just just kind of just kind of calm down, especially if you're trying to spice it up. Like uh, don't uh, don't limit yourself, but also don't you know don't get stressed out. Don't get stressed out about sex. It's not. I know so many people do. I have in the past a lot. There's absolutely no need for it at all. It's the opposite of stress. Well. At points. Um, yeah. If there's a timer, uh, there can be stress. But good stress. Listen, I don't know much. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, calm down. That's what I would say. Calm right. down. Yeah. Calm down. Breathe. Breathe. Breathe deeply. Yes. Actually, I just went to a Tantra class last week. Um, I don't know if anybody here in the LA audience went to the Tantra class. No? That was, it? it? was uh, Jaya Ma. Oh, Ooh, yeah. We know yeah. Jaya very well. Yeah. Super cool lady. I'm sure I'm going to reach out to her to be on the show at some point. Um, but the thing that really resonated with me is um, sort of when it comes to opening up, like, let's say you tend to be very, let's say you're a female bodied person and you're really tight and you just tend to, not like a mm, tight, but like, a, oh, ow, tight, like that kind of tight. <laughs> yeah. And then just being able to just relax your throat and open up. And this is going to be like really new age. You're like, oh, like being able to just 
release deep sounds from your throat area and open really helps relax the genital area too. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Have I said that yet on the I don't show? think so. I love, no one has, I don't know if it's actually been found. Like someone Google this, right? Uh, not you, people listening <laughs> No, later. keep paying attention, uh, audience. But In three yeah. weeks yeah. when this is actually aired. <laughs> Uh, Google this and email me and let me know because I'll forget. And, but um, g- generally, when you relax your mouth area, you re- also relax the genital, genital area. It tends to be hardwired that way. So it's pretty exciting. Uh-huh. Mm. So like when someone's really tight-lipped and stuff, it's like, you know. Grind huh. their jaws. But yeah. Oh, so clenched jaw means lousy sex? Or t- Maybe, tight-assed. Or, okay. Tight-assed. Which could mean... Good or bad sex. True. Right? Yeah. true. Yeah. Which could, yeah. yeah, it's true. Depending on how you roll, what you're into. Yeah. yeah. Ask know? Lorena Bobbitt, right? Yeah. Ooh. Wait, what'd you say? Too Lorena soon. Lorena Bobbitt? <laughs> Absolutely too soon. Uh, Everybody make sure you still have your penis. Uh, that's what I just did. <laughs> I can't find mine. Oh, wait, I don't. That's don't right. have one. You're good. Right. You never had one. That's right. Uh. Penis envy. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So I wanted to talk about a few things, but of course it's also just, I mean, being married 23 years, keeping Mm -hmm. it fresh. We had a whole conversation backstage about how people always think that Ian and Alicia are swingers. Uh, but is that okay that I totally added you? By all means. I added you as not swingers. No, we're not swingers. Yeah. Unless you want to continue the mystery. I could always... Well, I have not slept with another woman in 23 years, mm-hmm. and I assume she has not slept with another man for 23 years. But let me think. Let me think. Um, yeah, no. I mean, oh, um, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. I have. I haven't. But by the same token, <laughs> being in this, uh, we have been exposed to crazy things mm-hmm. throughout our marriage. I mean, we've been to swinger parties. Mm-hmm. We've been to porn sets. I mean, we've been in all kinds of situations. We've even been in uncomfortable situations where someone thought we were and has propositioned us and we've had to bow out mm-hmm. of that. But that's, it's not to judge it. We're just not that way. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's mainly right. interesting. I mean, for instance, having been in crazy, because you were saying that you were at a party and like, oh, these nice people from our business thing invited mm-hmm. me to a party and then everyone's having sex around me. It was crazy. I mean, did it inspire, did that spice up like a little bit for a few months? I, like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Me? But, yes. yes. Yeah. He's like, look at the possibilities. He's like, come on, honey. I'm like, uh, as I wouldn't take my coat off and everybody's all like having a big old party around us. And, um, I mean, this was a crazy party. People were literally having sex against the wall. They were having sex under the tables. They were having sex on top of the tables, on podiums. And this it is was at your local ballroom. He's a high school Under the table while someone's having sex on the table. Not good in case no. the table Different collapses. Tables. Okay, Different good. Tables. Yeah, what if there's All an right. earthquake? Tables. Yeah. It's a, it's a very safe place. <laughs> A good place to have sex if you're afraid of earthquakes next on the floor next to the bed. So if the roof caves in, you're in a safe little place. Also in a doorway. <laughs> That's true. You should always have sex in a doorway is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> if an earthquake starts, you're not going to not come, right? Right. So right? <laughs> Actually, a doorway, the doorway frame is a, like when it's smooth, like it's a really good space actually to have stand up sex because one person can lean up against one side of the doorway and the other person can hold on to the, the, the doorway uh, frame in front of them. So it's actually a really good way to orient your bodies to each other and have a lot to brace onto. So doorway totally. sex, totally safe in earthquakes. Huge fan there of doorway sex. Yeah. 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 Inversion and, tables are fun too. Inversion tables. What is yeah. an inversion table? We have an inversion table because I have a bad back and mm-hmm. you can flip 
upside down. And so she, it might be TMI, I guess. This is never, no. never. Tell me. No, I'm fascinated. One time I was inverted upside down and she came into the room and was like, I think I could do it to you this way. And she sort of did. Like Wait, we managed morally, to maneuver. Or did you, are you in like the circus? Ups- no. <laughs> no. No. Um, uh, yeah, that's if you're ups- inversion. So the whole thing is inversion tables is it basically like you to flip yeah. you up oh, upside down so that gravity will stretch your back. Okay, so it's best doing that. So having it upside down, it's more you could do a 69 standing up. So yeah. like I can give a BJ, oh, yeah. he can give me orally, you know. Yeah, we did like an inverted standing up 69. That's so. awesome. Wait, how close is your head to the ground? They're right it's near pretty, the ground. So, so you had to kind of squat. So, but you can sort bit. of lean the table. You can not. You don't it. have to be completely inverted. You can be at like a whatever angle this is. Okay, and then although you, that's <clears> kind of hard too, just because it was I think fine. it was better. But it's another. It's, so, it's nice. It's a different way to use is, your home <laughs> equipment, I guess. This is how to spice it up. Buy uh, an inversion. Get an inversion table. Only cost fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. They're about 150 at Big oh, Five. Really? Or no way, really. I want one now. Yesterday. Well, the thing is, is that the the main point of it is to just look around you for inspiration. Mm-hmm. That's really so. If you have an inversion table, you kind of orient your mind in that way and go, well, maybe it doesn't work out. But so what? You tried. The fun is in the trying. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you try some cookie position or you try going out in the backyard and the neighbor catches you. But it doesn't mean that you don't do that. You keep trying. You keep you keep pushing. You want to keep growing. And we're always trying to do something a little more because I got a 12. We have a 12 year old. So you only have a certain amount of time. You're right. School, something else. Kids coming over. Karate class. Okay. (laughs) You know, like, let's try to figure something out. Yeah. Because like. Even if you have children over the 23 years we've been together, he's almost 13. Well, you you look at it as an opportunity to maneuver your schedule around. It opens up different times. It opens up because maybe when they're younger, they get up all night and you're really tired. But then during the day, they might sleep or you can come home for lunch. And so you you change it all up. The kid Mm -hmm. can actually be a good thing Mm -hmm. for your sex life. So you just look around your house for inspiration and you look at... You know, the couch or the chair or the table or the, you know, the dresser. We did it up on top of the dresser one time. Yeah, there's always that place. <laughs> Whoa. Did you need a ladder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How tall are you? I'm 6'2", so it was... Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, so okay. we already have a height issue as it is, you okay. know, for... Wait, how I'm, tall are you? I'm 5'2". Okay. No, I'm 6'2". Okay. Yeah. So it's like, all right, like, so trying to find positions and other things to help you adjust to whatever it can be. It's like, it would be perfect for like your height, right? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, how tall are you? I'm six one. Okay. So, you know, for us, for me to be set up onto a counter or on the sink or whatever, I mean, it's just perfect for Yeah, it makes it the perfect height. Oh, okay. So that, you know, lower back issues. I mean, we're old people, okay? So, I mean, we have to worry about these issues. We've we been know. married longer than some of you have been alive. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Kind of scary, though. Don't be creeped out by that. The yes. <laughs> we're not your parents, really. Ew. No. Yeah, I think it's Nina Hartley who's like, I'm I'm old enough to be your mother, but I'm not your mother. Right. Yes. And then she gives yes. a little smile like, ah. yes. so, um, but I love that. I love looking at your entire home as a complete sex, like just sex 
kitchen ready. It's an environment. Yes. It's your sex environment. Yeah. I mean, you have to eye like all of your oh dresser and then the sink. Like Ed Solitaire is really into the bathroom sink. And, he is. Um, and then like. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's really in a wee time. We're really concerned he's going to break that. talked to Ed about that. this yeah. whole sink thing. <laughs> but like my, my desk, I'm like, whenever I'm just writing or whatever, I'm just like, my desk is the perfect, because it's buy yeah. good quality hardwood furniture, because then you can just get crazy on it. Oh, I'm super absolutely. into my desk as well. Yeah. And like fan. kitchen utensils. We've tried just about every kitchen utensil we have. But we said, oh, what do you mean? Like it's your own. You have your you, like a whisk. We you were using have... a whisk as like a beater on each other. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, intro to BDSM. Um, like a, so BDSM 101. Yeah, you have all the different things. A blender. Yeah, yeah. a little too harsh. <laughs> well, I don't want to Although come over to your house. Jaya makes her own lube in her blender. Yeah, you can really? Make lube uh, in a blender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely you, can. Buy the right seaweed and water, and you blend, 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 blend. Mmm, lube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah. I, I don't knock it. I thought it was pretty fascinating. A little chunky. It was a little chunky. Chunky loop? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Well, get the, get the blend that. tech. That works better. Like that. Yeah. But I mean, I think of uh, spatulas and spoons, like mm-hmm. you said, as like little spanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanking stuff. Um, You've got, um, you know, the uh, there's like the Wartenberg wheel is based on the the pasta cutter. So if you have a pasta, pasta cutter, cutter, you can use that instead of going out and spending a lot that. of money for a Wartenberg. Is it really prickly like that? It can. You can get them that way. Go to yeah. Sur La Tab or yeah, go to Surfaz here in L.A. You know, oh. and, and, and all there's all kinds of possibilities there. I don't know if we've talked about the Wartenberg wheel yet, but it's basically just a little wheel with a lot of spikes coming off of it. And you just it looks like a... A pasta Tor- roller. A tor- well, I think of it as a torture device. Like, right. how about a spur? I was going to say, spurs. 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 Yeah. There you exactly. Go. And it's on probably about a six-inch. They know what a Wartenberg wheel is. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the audience yeah, is kind of steel, mm. and and it just rolls. So the whole thing is about a sensory. Mm-hmm. So it's not meant to puncture. Most people don't want it to puncture. It's just meant to have that sensory if you are blindfolded. So now you're using and you're feeling it and you have no control of it. But your partner's putting it all over your body. That's a pretty cool thing. It's very sexy because you just don't know where it's going to, you know, hit. Yeah. Yeah. Different things. So. Well, I, I view every day as a chance to spice it up. You know, mm-hmm. whether I, because I wake up and I look at her and I go, she's hot as she was the day I met her. And, no, it's true. That is adorable. And so what I'll do is... <laughs> like is, a little barf right there. Is, well, no, 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 no. That's my jam right there. Could you hug? I would make can. my day. Oh, look at that. Uh, they but, did it. Um, oh, it's hot. It was wonderful. You know, it was wonderful. And so you want to use that day to, to find all the opportunities to tell her that or show her that. And so I'll send her nasty text messages, even though she's in the next I'm room. In the next room. I'll mm-hmm. be like, you know, I want to fuck you hard right now, and I'll just send it off. Is that, <laughs> Hold on, am I, I allowed send a to text. say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and you want to just, mm-hmm. or I'll send her an email, you know, and just mm-hmm. even though she's sitting right there, like she'll be sitting next to me, and I'll send her an email. It's like you, you've kept it playful. Yep. You have to just keep it on the table. Mm-hmm. It's the main thing, you know. You, keep if, sex on the table. Keep playful with something. Yes. Uh, keep. Just keep the idea of passion always present. Like that's the thing. If you if you let yourself get in front of a TV every night, then that's what'll happen. You'll just succumb to that, and it won't be spicy. Mm-hmm. So we just force ourselves. You know, yeah, she gets her glee every week, and and <laughs> yes, the deal is glee. though the Sorry. deal the deal is she has sex with me after glee. Oh. We have like a running. Thing. <laughs> 
It's like a little odd, For some reason, she's know. really hot after that show. I'm chat about it. Interesting. Interesting. You yeah, just like know. she tells me the whole synopsis. I don't really care because no. I hate the show. No, 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 but, no, no, no. but she still. <laughs> exactly. But she tells me everything that's happening. She's super excited. And when she's super excited, I'm like, oh, that's an opportunity for me. So I act like I'm super interested. Uh-oh. And what? Now what? she knows. <laughs> You're well, lying knows to I'm me all these But she just wants to get it out because she's so excited that she saw this show that she loves. And she wants to tell me all about it. And then I'm like, well, how about a massage? Or get closer and tell me. Naked. Tell me about the show Naked. And she will. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, if you saw a really weird show that I don't care about at all, you have to tell me about it naked. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, I'm not totally into that. So if you're <laughs> naked, I'm on board. <laughs> that's an amazing way to spice it up. I've definitely, I'm going to do that with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely had that, though, where, where I'm talking and having a whole conversation with a sexual partner. And then I just realize, like, okay, bedtime's in two hours. Otherwise, you know, life's going to get really tired tomorrow. So how about we do this conversation naked? You good with that? Yeah, you know, and then it's It'll just work. like... You know, it's a way to multitask in a way. You get your closeness, you get your your check in for the day, and and hey, if we're, if we're naked now and we don't have anything else to say. What's yeah? Your but, but sometimes that mine. can be hard to <laughs> yeah. do, you know, because you get set in your routines and you get sort of stuck. And so you just have to, you know what? No, get naked. You know, even well, I don't right. really feel like it. Well, I, I feel like it. Just do it. And if nothing happens, that's okay. But. Push it forward. Don't mm-hmm. don't just let it die off because habits are really hard to break. Mm-hmm. Bad habits, especially. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just like to keep the spicy factor present at all times. Do you? Um, and owning a sex shop doesn't hurt, by the way. Access to a lot of good so business. definitely buy a sex shop. Yeah, yeah. open <laughs> open that. a sex shop. There you open go. Definitely. Oh, okay. Oh, guys, before I get into anything else, I have to say that we are now sponsored by Audible, and I'm really excited because I've been wanting an Audible account for god years now it feels like and i just keep thinking like oh i want that i want that i want that so bad and now we're sponsored by audible so if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash sex nerd you can get a free audiobook download and so guess what i'm gonna do that because i really want she comes first by ian kerner on audio uh, so like when I drive in LA traffic, I can have that. The cool thing about that is that there's tons of sexy books on there, including Mating in Captivity and She Comes First, two of my favorite sex books. So uh, rock on, right, Audible? Yes. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash sex nerd. I know you'll remember that part. Yeah. All right, getting back to the sexy time. Okay. Do you have any advice for people who like, because I would imagine that there would be some people who would be listening to this who might find themselves, uh, and you guys don't have this problem, I know, Uh, they feel like they're unattracted to their partner now, um, which may or may not be something that just happened over time, or maybe they're just not in the routine of it. You know, like I have to disagree with that, that you say that we don't have any of this. After all, I mean, 23 years, we definitely have changed mentally, physically. Sure. And so I've gone through it, and then having a child after that, it's like... Like, I was not attracted to the pregnancy phase at all. Okay. And like while she was pregnant, you know, some of my friends would be, isn't she sexy? I'd be like, no, that's, <laughs> there's like this huge, all right, it's truth here. It's just, <laughs> honestly, all right, just, you know. <laughs> sorry. So I, I mean, it has to be honestly, I mean, we've gone through just like everybody else that has that. I think that we do. It's like, you just go through a phase of your life where you don't feel as confident about yourself. You know? Well, then how would you, how would you say, do you have any recommendations for overcoming that? 
Well, first look at yourself before you judge your partner. I mean, are you the hottest thing that ever walked the earth before right. you start going and saying your partner's not up to snuff? Because I'm, I can guarantee I, I don't, I'm not what I used to be, and I wasn't much before. So, <laughs> you know, so to judge her would be crazy. You know, but at the I, same time, the flip side is like, don't be going asking your partner. I've been for a while. Do I look fat? in these pants because you know by now he's pretty honest like well yeah you know and you're all like oh then you feel horrible so i mean i think that we all have to you know you go through your hmm you're going to go through these ups and downs and your partner hopefully will help you with this it's like you know like i was feeling kind of bad about myself probably early in this year and he's like well let's go to the gym or let's go take a walk together or whatever so that gets you back into the mode to then start you know it's like i still think you're really beautiful well okay well i need to know that in myself right so it's like okay then at least that little bit of you know pat on your back it's going to help me go forward well and what you said is it, it a lot of it comes from that partner's projection of oneself so for example if she's not feeling sexy herself, then she's not, then how can I feel sexy about her? You know, because she's, she's internalized it and she's looking at herself like she's ugly or overweight or whatever. And it's hard to convince her that that's not true, but eventually you, you really have to overcome that. You have to look in the mirror and go, I look good and I'm feeling sexy. It's all in how you feel. Mm -hmm. So I just try to support her and, and just be as, as non-threatening as possible. And, you know, sure. if she says, do you think I'm fat? I just say, I think you're beautiful. And that's all, mm-hmm. you know, because if it was a problem, I'd look at it for more of a health issue than a sexual issue. Right. Of course. When you've been together as long as we have, it's like, there's so much underneath it. I still see her as I did 23 years ago, you know, and I, hopefully she sees me that way because all that stuff sort of, <laughs> but all that stuff sort of, all that stuff sort of drops off after a while. You know, I mean, I can get attracted just by her talking to me. You know, her describing Glee turns me on. Just her presence turns me on. Her excitement, her passion. Yeah, exactly. Her being her. Now, if she stopped being who she was, she's bummed about a job. She's bummed about something else or, or something's going on in her life that's causing her to turn away from that light that I fell in love with 23 years ago. Then, then that's an issue that we should work on together, Mm -hmm. you know, but to just cop out and say, well, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Well, you know. That's, yeah, that's not fair. That's yeah. not fair at all. And and it could be true, but I don't think it's fair. Yeah. You know. Plus, we're always, you know, we're a Walmart society now. So everything's like the newer, the better, right. the, the better looking, the Oh, yeah, shinier, I'm dating a 10-year-old. The shinier, yeah. <laughs> yeah the shinier object. Hot. <laughs> you can edit that out, right? Okay, okay go on. Yeah. No, I'm staying in. Good. Mm. Um, have you, are you familiar with the book Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel? Uh-huh. Yeah? We have it. Actually, I think library. I stole that book from you. Probably. Yeah, we had it in our I library. Do. Yeah, and then... Are you ever going to return it? I think it's <laughs> been like four like, years, right? And I think a grad student friend of mine <clears throat> borrowed it, and now it's basically that book has traveled the world. But well, that's yeah, good. That yeah. means somebody's reading yes. it and getting some information. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Mating in Captivity. I'm really sorry I stole your book. I just realized <laughs> that. I'm like, oh, I got that book from... Yeah. If you need a book, I'll get you a book. Um <laughs> No, it's an amazing book, though. I actually, I did read it and I loved it um, about how to, because the thing is like you're talking about is yep. you don't feel sexy anymore. Or what if you don't feel attracted to your partner anymore? Or you have moments or a few weeks of that where you start freaking out because 
you're my best friend. We do everything together. We spend our nights together. But yet that, that passion that fires out, what do you do when that happens? You just sort of give up and realize that, well, that's just love and that's just marriage and that's just the way it is. And I'm like passionately against mm-hmm. that. I'm like, no, it will not be that way. Like I'm militantly against yeah, hell no. Me too. Uh, fuck no that. Thanks. But I do find that when I talk to people that they tend to sort of give up. Like, well, that's just... I mean, that's kind of a myth that you're fed yeah. in, you know, the, the comedic, you know, guy that sits on the couch and the chick that runs the household, you know, in that TV show that you've seen a thousand times. And it's like, well, that's just marriage. He just sits there and she, you know, and all these stereotypes mm-hmm. about marriages. Um, but really, a lot of marriages, people are very passionate and they just have to keep on doing what you're doing, which is just keep, well, I mean, keep uh, it on the table. Yeah, I... Uh, it's, it's kind of the number one thing that a couple should do really, if, if your libido starts to wane and as you age, your libido will sort of automatically wane. Women go into menopause, men have a drop off is the number one thing you can do is get yourself in shape and you can spice things up by getting in shape together. So we, we are part of the same gym and then we go out for walks every night or jogs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we try to play some tennis every now and then. These are couples activities that bring us together both physically and mentally because Mm -hmm. they're participatory for both of us. And getting in shape is shown. If you're in better, better physical condition, you'll, you'll have a higher sex drive. Yeah, and it will help the circulation of yeah, blood and sure. genitals. Yeah, Really, yeah. And we do sound kind of old by saying that we're just like, you know, taking walks and stuff. We used to, up till about a couple of years ago, just a year ago, we used to skateboard at the Venice Park. That's right. And, what? Like, I always you know, saw pictures yeah, of You guys so are way had. cooler than I'll ever be. <laughs> we were well, actually, I want to get, family. actually, I might go out there in the next couple of days. I might, because I took it up last year, and I actually was dropping into the big bowls with all the kids, and, and they were like, wow, holy mackerel. <laughs> But it was fun. I mean, oh, I, man. you shouldn't give that up. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing that I've noticed about you, too, just seeing you around in the community, is that you have a very childlike spirit, both mm-hmm. of you, and you just kind of keep, like, you lose that spark when you've given it up. You know, it's it's not like it's just a natural occurrence. Like, you have to stay young in your mind. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's weird because I've been, like, 40 ever since I was 12. Like, it's just in my brain, so I just feel old all the time. <laughs> Me but, too. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, but no, it's very well, I mean, good. We to go keep... to Burning Man a lot to recapture that magic. We had sex right on the playa uh, one it. night. You know, <laughs> he's like, "Yes." We, we yes. put a we put a blanket out and hope we were like, "I hope no one runs us over." And in <laughs> yeah. our you didn't car. put like little blinky lights out. Yeah, it's yeah. But black we, out there. We, we put our headlamps. Oh, okay. Out on the, Until the uh, rangers corners. come, they're all you can't do that out here. No, they didn't say that at all. <laughs> they stopped and watched us have sex. You're all like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> we will you're a ranger. We have a Burning Man ranger in the in the crowd. Awesome. Um, so, how oh, I wanted to dirty talk is something that I wanted to talk to you two about because I mean that's a harder one for me personally. Is it actually um, just because the way I was raised and just it's really kind of hard. And so nowadays they have some books mm-hmm. that actually help you out. I mean, it's kind of like you know I fell. When you're first like talking about it, oh, there, oh, you, there go. you go. I pulled out an erotic talk book. I'm you going really to be have to. You kind of have to practice a little bit because it's kind of hard saying, uh, uh, honey, uh, oh, yeah, uh, spank me, spank me. <laughs> um, you know, it's just not my and role that's exactly model. exactly how it you sounds know? when she and does I'm like, it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It honey, work. hit me harder there. <laughs> 
Please. And you would think Ouch. I would know by watching enough porn over these years, mm-hmm. but you know, I but can't. But that go- sounds even dumber, though. No, but then I oh, like, baby, fuck yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> <That's so lame. laughs> That's true. Uh, it really does. Yeah. I don't I mean, think people who watch a lot of porn and don't have a lot of sex realize that. Uh, that is but I'm one of those people, by the way. <laughs> I mean, we watch porn for like five minutes and then turn it off because mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it's the same thing and it's so ridiculous. And, you know, it, it, to try and mimic that, it, if you want to do it for comedy's sake, sure, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, and we've done that. Playing. You know, one time we, we got a porno out and we said, let's try and mimic that scene and go along with that scene as it went and it it was like this is the lamest sex ever no one has sex yeah, like that yeah, yeah. fuck yeah fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah harder there 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 more 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 yeah and we totally tried to say everything they were saying i was like oh yeah fuck fuck yeah fuck fuck and she's going Fuck yeah! <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck that pussy! Positions. Fuck it! Yeah. Fuck it! Yeah. Fuck my pussy! Fuck! And I'm like, fuck your pussy! Okay. <laughs> pussy! Yay! Okay. Yeah. That's always a tough one for me. I always have such a hard time saying like what else the, am the I gonna noun, fuck, the pussy. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Also, don't yes, tell gonna... me what to do. You know what I, mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm gonna fuck your pussy. Yes, I'm gonna yeah. do that. Seriously. But we more fuck intel- my ass. Fuck my ass. And she's like, no, don't fuck my ass. <laughs> Exactly. The scene stops here. Yeah, stop. Whoa, stop camera. I hooked up with a girl who who uh, most definitely watched way too much porn um, because it was the only time we hooked up because I, I burst out laughing sleeping with her. <laughs> and I like, I, that might not be the only reason. I might just be kissing my own ass saying that. But um, she be, she's had one piece of dirty talk. That's it. And she said it over and over and over yeah. again. And the sex was really good. But at a certain point, I was just like, okay. You're going to have to stop saying that. Uh, and it was yeah. this. Your dick is amazing. <laughs> uh, your dick is amazing. Your dick is amazing. Your dick is like, I, get, I, I, heard, I heard you. Uh, <laughs> well, God, this is sort of embarrassing. But, um, she was like, I love your hard cock, your heart. And I'm like, well, yes, it's a hard cock. Yes. But if, if it were soft, I would not expect to be doing what we're doing. But, uh, you know, I remember one time we were, we were, <laughs> I was giving her a massage and I decided to just try and I go, you love it when Enrique gives you a massage, eh? And she was oh, like, that's what right. the hell? <laughs> I had to stop and look. And I'm, I'm like, like what, what would you like me to do, ma'am? And she was like, stop right. talking like that now. You see, you know, some people would love that. They would yeah. love that so hard. I think that. The Latin accent was what blew it for me. Oh, like, okay. Well, it was like, very convincing. Yeah, yeah it was real. I should have just stuck with the regular thing. Yes, ma'am. What can I do for you? Yeah, right. And, you You're know. an Americanized Enrique. Yeah, no, pretty yeah. much. But to, to go for the Enrique thing, she was like, no, I don't think no. so. And to no. stop. Yeah, I tried doing a French maid once, but I hadn't really looked up any French. And then, like, I, so I only had was like, we and merci and like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, what's, my, what's my ultimate fantasy that I want <laughs> you to say? Sandra. We merci, blowjob, woo woo. Yeah, it was, it was like the maid from uh, Clue. Oh, <laughs> sure. oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I, just... I think you dropped your candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I've done a French maid before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, my ultimate, of course, is I, what do I want you to say to me that you will never say ever? Oh, oh my God. Come oh, on. Oh, oh, come on. Uh, tell us all. Oh, yes. That's it. Um, he wants me to, to always um, say from what movie was Full that? Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Love, you know. Whoa, love, what line? Love, come on. We all know what that is. Time and all this. Yes, so I go, I go, come on, honey, tell me you'll love me long time. She'll me, she goes, I will never fucking say it, ever. Get that through your head wait, right now. Wait, why not, though? It's the like, funniest I, thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Of, if I wanted to role play possibility, I just, over the years, and I'm like, I just, it just bugs the shit out of okay, me. Okay, okay, you're... You're Asian. I am Chinese, but I'm second generation. She's Asian in looks only. Oh, okay. So I'm second generation. I'm born in Greenville, Mississippi. She ain't um, being so horny at all. Yeah. And it's just kind of weird. I just never have. And, you know, I I grew up in San Gabriel Valley in Covina. And so I'm more... You used to always tease me and say that was a banana because I'm yellow on the outside but white inside. And um, I just... I can't... I I know, you know? And I can't even... I don't speak Chinese. I don't... In fact, even I was pulled into um, what was in Canada for not having my passport with me. And they had to ask me all these questions because I didn't have the right documents. And they were speaking to me and asking, what's your name? Where do you live? And I guess I have a slang of L.A. Mm -hmm. And so they're all, oh, I was fine. They let me go. But yet they were dressing this guy down right next to me who was from China. You could tell he was, you know, but he was dressed to the pick of a suit and everything else. Sir, we don't have you coming into your country doing all da 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 I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss my flight. He's going to have to, imp- you know, do all my all my paperwork. And they're all like, after they're talking to me, they're like, no, you have, you well, know, you're best, not, you're a U.S. citizen. So, you are a, well, the best I speak. Was, she's in, she's like, in the airport and a Chinese woman came running oh up to God. her frantic. And she's like, I'm really sorry. I, I, I don't I can't know what you're you. saying. I'm like, no, oh my God. Chinese. No Chinese. Sorry. <laughs> so when people ask me if I speak Chinese, I say nada. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no, because I don't. But I wanted her but to put on anyhow, that dress I don't know why. that scene, right? So my question is, is, does it come from a place of, because I'm being half Asian, definitely. I've had people who are like, oh, you're so Asian-ish, you know, like they just love Asian? that. Wait, who said that to you? Wow. <laughs> like every guy so I've ever dated. Asian-ish. Is like, oh, you just have this, mis- duh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> She'll never do that ever. But the thing is, is I also, I mean, I'm wide enough looking that I haven't really had a whole lot of like shakedowns like that. And so, is there a certain amount of annoyance because internally you're like, I'm just a person living my life, and then outside people are like getting on you in negative ways. Nobody's really gotten in negative unless I have my hair like weirdly weirded out. Which I moved to San Francisco, it was shaved on one side with a heart shaved in. It was just all kind of crazy, but. I, don't, I, don't, I just can't get into that mode of being that that. Like she'll persona. put her high school cheerleading outfit on, which is totally hot, by the way. That's a good thing. She That's looks smoking dressing. in that thing because totally. she still fits it. And I'm like, oh, I'm the hurt quarterback. Ow, my leg. Oh, <laughs> oh. I need a cheerleader to oh, help me. My God. And then she'll come. It's okay. So we role play that way. But I just was like, can't you put on that Chinese dress, please, please, and just come in and go. Five dollars, five dollars, <laughs> and she is like, and I would have five dollars ready. I remember uh-huh. five hundred, and I'd be like, "What do I get for ten? <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> which, oh which my seems God. like never. I will never do that. That's just a I hard no. It's just hard. Have you two ever played Yes, No, Maybe, where you like put the different sex acts in different categories of Yes, No, Maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No. I wonder, is it like too fem- like, is it too feminine of a vulnerable character of the... I don't know. Time? I don't really so know. Now it's the reason why I don't do it is because he wants it so bad. Uh-huh. So I'm like, no. it's a power play now. Like, no. It's a power no. play. Not coming off like some sort of pervert. Well, you know? Know. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I totally, I mean, you, I, you know, when I you, know. You might be a creepy kind of guy. That's true. When you said, uh, this is a total aside, by the way, but uh, when you said that you wanted to say a quote from Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> were you thinking of the sergeant? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I wasn't even doing that. I totally mixed up movies. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought you were like, I just wanted to say one thing in bed, and it's, I love the smell of napalm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You'd probably but give that a whirl, that, you know? Would you say that? I could say that. You could, like, push him down I don't the bed. Know why. Maybe it's just because I think of it so derogatory. Oh, it's, well, it's pretty. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. How about, like, a something. dominating Asian mistress? Like, oh, that was a worse disaster than yeah, being so I, horny. Yeah, I could not. I can't get into that She mode. would go, oh, did that hurt? And I'm like, <laughs> That's and I'm so like, cute. Okay. I'm like, you know, you're not supposed to ask me if it hurts. You're but, just supposed to smack me. So have there been positive role-plays? <laughs> <laughs> But the beautiful thing is that you're continuously, you didn't get Searching. scared and stop. Like, you Mm-mm. still are exploring it with each other. So, <laughs> yeah. have there been some positive? We're still stumbling, yes. yes. Uh-huh. You know, I, there are certain levels that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, like handcuffs and so on. And those would be fine, but not the full on so dominatrix. Mm-hmm. It's just not my role, or I haven't got the gumptions within myself mm-hmm. to, to pull that part of, the, of me out. Mm-hmm. So it's just something you have to practice on. Well, like one time she was going to play a stripper. She took all these pole dancing lessons. <laughs> oh, my God. And we went out for sushi, and she goes, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, really? She goes, yes, <laughs> I'm going to give you a show. And I was like, oh, cool. And so we pulled over to our store, and she had the pole set up and everything. And she Ooh. goes, sit in that chair. And she came out in, like, this hot outfit. She did this, I'm telling you, it was the most turned-on strip dance I've ever seen in my life. She does the last spin on the pole, and she's like, I'm going to throw up. And she, ran, and she ran outside and threw up in the patio. Oh, my God. And I'm sitting there in the chair like, man. <laughs> really? God. So there, that should be the tip. Do not go eat sushi before you do a strip tease. <laughs> well, with spinning. I mean, there's lots of spinning. Pole dancing, and, yep. You know, and I'm just sitting there like, now I can't even, even if you brushed your teeth and did everything, Ooh, I can't. I don't even want to remember that I night. can't, Thanks. like, get into it. Was that the only time that the uh, strip tease came out? No, then you did well, an erotic dance without the pole. Yes. And that one worked out. Awesome. Yeah. So this is always She did keep trying, mm-hmm. which was good. Uh, <laughs> oh. Okay. God. Moving on. You're, Ian, you're, she tried. Ian, you're totally sharing all these very private memories, and Alicia like, gets to just oh. shamely, like shamefully, like, hide herself. So, you know, but it's still, once again, you're trying something new. You're tr- always trying to do something. Yeah, you know. But you, you were gonna the, what? You were gonna read some erotic talk. Oh yeah, I mean, we're all over the place, but I, I have like all these sex books at home, and so it's like ah. Uh, Spicing it up. Let me pull out my The Fine Art of Erotic Talk, uh, written in 1996, but still an excellent guide. <laughs> Talking still is 
you know, we still talk. And they did that in the 90s. So it's a great... I love this book, actually. A little too much in the 90s, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, but I was looking through it because um, the main thing is people who want to talk dirty in the bedroom but don't really feel comfortable starting. Or where do you start? Like, oh, yeah, big daddy, give it to me hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jazz hands. Um, that- Jazz hands are a big turn. Yeah. Like it's, that. It's a hard thing to start to do and a lot of people just don't even know where to start and so they think that at first they have to role play something like oh you're so bad you're so bad oh look at you and it doesn't have to be that it can be just describing what you want to do in the future or what you just did or what you did last week like you can just describe stuff so reading erotic uh, literature Erotic literature. That's very nice. Those because, are great, actually. Yeah. Great foreplay. But actually, there's a new thing that just came out. Um, there are these little cards that you open up, the IOU cards. I don't know if you've seen those. There's so many kinds of cards. Um, so there are these little cards that say IOU. So it can be different themes. A basic one. Um, there's a fetish one. There's something that's like just hardcore sex, whatever. And they're just fun little cards that you can put into your partner's like lunch. Yeah, you can put it in under purse, the pillow. Or, or you can put it. Well, there's a new one now that has it's um it's texting and so it gives you how to actually like four different lines to text to your person that you were interested in and to just kind of learn how to flirt and how to talk text oh, so cool. it's texting so Be- instead of the 90s now we're in the 2000s you know and, or you know well the, 21st the, century and so the thing just, is is that we really do mimic movies like porn and R-rated or teen comedies or all of the, or even like romance movies, we tend to take our cues and our lessons from there. We don't organically know how to talk dirty, mm-hmm. you know? So you either go the pornographic route, which is, you know, I can't wait to fuck your pussy with my tongue, you know? And that sounds you know, like, Oh, great. Yay. I can't <laughs> wait till you do that after I do the dishes and, you know, put the kid down. But, but if you see it with meaning, it can be really hot. Like I well, cannot if you, wait. Right. Yes. Fuck your pussy. But they don't say it with meaning in a porn film, most well, definitely. Don't it's, take your acting, take your maybe the nuggets of, of dialogue from a porn scene, but then take an acting class. Right. Or learn from somebody else. This is two episodes in a row where we're telling people to take an acting class. To get <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Last week it was improv, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So take an take improv. An improv yeah, class. we recorded yeah. a role playing, um, just full on role playing, some hardcore stuff in that episode. Well, and of course, mm-hmm. bring toys into it. You know, you can spice it up by saying, let's go shop for a toy together. Mm-hmm. You know, like go to your store, go to our store and, and pick out a toy together. Or even a website. I mean, some people a are website. in the middle of nowhere and they, but it's fun when you see a couple will come in and they'll both <laughs> go around the store and they both have to pick out a toy for the other person and it mm. has to be very secret. They're like, don't let my partner say, don't let my partner. And so that they see, they secretly buy a toy for the other person and then they go home and find out what it is. Oh, it's yeah. really cute. Well, like, look at you guys have fun. And then it is cute. Them. Good Lord. Yeah. It's super cute. It's super cute. I love that kind of stuff. Cause well, and yeah. more important than getting the toy is going there together. That's spicing it up. Right. It's getting out of the house. It's getting out of the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Cause that's really what it's about. I mean, I, a couple months ago when the weather was still warm, I was like, let's have sex in the backyard. We could have gone in the bedroom. We could have gone in the living room. We could have. But I said, let's roll out a blanket on our lawn and have sex. And it was fun. It was awesome. You know, it's like we haven't done it in a car for years. Why not try it in a car again? Yeah. Honestly, just making out, just being teenagers again and not and putting arbitrary rules on what you do tonight. Like, okay, no penetration tonight. 
you know, or just, just oral, nothing else, or keep your clothes on, or what can we do? I mean, but then there's a lot of rubbing and frottage, so just don't rub yourself raw. That's the one thing. Because, yeah, I remember I was making out. I just, in life, there are make-out sessions, and then the next day you get this text or call where you're like, God, my genitals hurt so bad right now. Because you're just, like, rubbing and rubbing. That's all you can do. Well, one uh, time we were like, okay, no stuff. <laughs> One time we were like, <laughs> I used to have a lot. Just, I, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. The text uh, is particularly interesting to me because it said, uh, my genitals are raw. And that's a strange text to get. First of all, because they thought that that's normal to say. And uh, secondly, because they chose genitals in 2011. I just really like that word. My dick hurts. I'm, that's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dude, one time there was, uh, well, this is just, this is like not the best thing ever, but there was so much rubbing at one time I felt like there was like burning pain around the clit area and I went and the doctor had no other way to tell me that I had lacerations on the clit area. Whoa. That like, I actually had breakage. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Passionate about fraudage. <laughs> uh, look it up, kids. <clears throat> Man, um, I actually, I had uh, one time in my life, only once, <laughs> I will never do this again. Uh, it was like 10 years ago. I had sex um, peaking on ecstasy. Um, and it was fantastic. Uh, really? Felt great. And I was, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember whether I was wearing a condom or not. But, um, but we were, it was fine. There was no, that's not where the story goes. Um, <laughs> you know? No judgment there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I had sex on ecstasy. Anyway, the point is I have two kids. Um, I, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I woke up in the morning with this like horrid, like my penis was bright red and like skin was peeling all over it. And I would touch it. It would be like, it was so painful. And I was just like, oh my God, I have leprosy of the dick. Like, what is this? And I went to the doctor, the campus doctor, which was just like a clinic technician who was a grad student. It was like, I need to be, I need a TA slash make money sometimes. Uh, And I was like, help me. And uh, (laughs) look, I'm a monster. And, uh, and she she looks at it and she's like, "You have rug burn on your penis." Wow. <laughs> yeah, because at a certain point, uh, she had uh, her vagina had stopped lubricating, I think, and we had just been moving, so it was just like an Indian burn. It was crazy. It was crazy. I like yeah. that we topped you topped me in the. Uh, <laughs> Like somehow it became a competition. We, we both win and we both lose. <laughs> yeah. We both definitely lose. Yeah. We know oddly we we had we've done ecstasy uh, uh-huh. and we had the opposite. Like we didn't want to have sex at all. We just wanted to sort of be with each other and like mm-hmm. exist in and the dance. space. Yeah, and adorable dance. again. Dance. We wanted to dance a lot, and uh, thank God, bass nectar was on the ploy that night. But uh, you are so much cooler than me. <laughs> Base nectar, Burning Man, skateboarding, you killing me? Oh, I feel like the kill least kidding, cool person because I don't know who Base nectar is. <gasps> oh, God, don't oh, I need what? to take you. Oh, man. Base nectar's cool. Oh. Well, going we to one party. of his shows. Base nectar sounds like... Not to give like, a plug to him, but man, going to one of those shows. I come like out of there, I'm like, let's go home and like wompity womp in the bedroom. Right. Yeah, but when we were on that, you know. <laughs> but that was the thing. We went and we danced and we enjoyed a moment. We went out to the playa and we just sat all night holding each other. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have a sexual urge on ecstasy. 
you know, it was, it was, it, I don't know if it was laced with anything, but it just, but we do like to get high sometimes. That's a nice way to spice it up. We smoke some weed every now and then. And, and yeah, the stone sex is now great. And then. We it's sound very... wonderful. But I yeah, have to think that know, with uh, ecstasy, though, originally that drug was created for couples that's right. therapy. That's right. right. It was for couples therapy. So, I mean, couples I didn't know who, that. Were, who oh, had yeah. walled off to get them to talk. Well, that's what, because I, I had done e a really... couple times in my life and it was on the playa. And like, and also, I think, did I tell the story that I ran into Pee Wee Herman on the playa? Not the, the real. Were you the rolling real, at the no, time? Because that's terrifying. Paul Rubens. <laughs> I couldn't Paul. imagine being on E and he's just like, hey. Dude, can you imagine that? No, no. <laughs> that would be a trip. Like an hour goes by not feeling anything, feeling kind of warm. Uh, my partner at the time was, was uh, having the first experience as well. And then we're at this party and I look over and it's Paul Rubens and David Arquette and two surfer guys just on a couch. And I'm and like, a small Whoa. child. <laughs> <laughs> and it was and my partner Are you sure time, you had ecstasy <laughs> no, and no but we were in a big group and they all witnessed it and they weren't on you're all I'm like sure. so this uh-huh. is an epic story of a, okay. everyone were, speak like at least 10 people saw this it, it ex- existed and then wow. of course I'm like Paul I'm a big fan I'm a big fan um anyway that's not the point the point is is that yeah that makes sense because I turned to my partner and I was like Oh my God! I can see into your soul. Let's yeah, talk about yeah, this. Like was... I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> like I felt so many things. I, I'm not suggesting that a listener to make your relationship no, be more awesome than it already is, and it's awesomeness to do drugs. I'm. We're just you know we're on that topic. So sure. Well, like, by experience know, and you know all the pros. But then again, we cons. were hugging everybody that night. Yes. So it was, you know, it's like see. my friend Fritz comes. Up, I love you, Fritz. Yeah, yeah. I love you, Alicia. This is a lot of love. And we just everybody loved each other you mm-hmm. know there was no sexual component to it mm-hmm. and then we just set out walking and the mm-hmm. drugs sort of just kept this wonderful rolling love going you know but someone had told me like your experience that you can have sex on it we just haven't tried that mm-hmm. it was actually i mean i did it a bunch for a couple of years and it was the only that was the only time that i even ever felt like doing it for mm-hmm. sure um yeah. i don't know why Maybe. Did you have to force yourself to have sex or did that come naturally? No, I mean, like, I got an erection. You did. But it was the only time that I've taken E that I've gotten an erection, for mm. sure. Huh. Mm. <laughs> for I haven't sure. had an erection on E. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. no, um, yeah, I come from a very sober background. Like, I just was always very straight edge for no reason other than I think I just had really good friends, like, like, like really straight edge friends. And so I just always was around people who didn't drink or smoke or do anything a lot. And so it's for me, sex is very much just just a sober present activity. But then sometimes it's really fun when you've been drinking. You're like, this is really different. This is, I feel, I feel different. But then if you're somebody who tends to like drink a lot, like sex sober can, like when you drink, when you have sex, like when those two are combined a lot, sober sex can be really bizarre. Uh, the first couple of times where you're like, Oh, I'm fully here and I can hear the voices in my head and whatnot. And you really have to focus on your breath and really just be present to what you're doing and not, um, necessarily, uh, go into this. By the way, we're not advocating drugs to spice things uh-huh. up. I'm just saying, if one were to smoke some weed, it might be fun. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's fun. Actually, this is a very contradictory sentence. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, especially when, like, because I'm definitely, I I have said very many 
monogamous long-term relationships where there was that like why don't we spice it up like we need to throw some new stuff into this relationship and learning a new side of your partner because no matter how i mean even 23 years there are sides that you don't necessarily have you haven't explored yet sides that you didn't even know existed in yourself a lot mm-hmm. of times yeah, things that are closed off that Sorry. might open up huh what nothing that was a <laughs> terrible joke i made Ugh. terrible <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's also just having faith that it's not like, you know, the whole package yet, you know, maybe 40% of the package and there's so much to wake up. Like I, in most of my relationships have been fairly, you know, submissive mellow in the bedroom. And it's like, so when I'm kind of like, ah, I need to change it up. I need to initiate. And then it's like, I like push them down on the dead and be like, ah, I win, you know, and like jump on (laughs) it and like scratch or something, you know, just pull a different side of myself out just to sort of be like, be different. You know, there's capable of so much. But after you do that, how do you feel? I mean, do you feel like you want to continue doing that? Or is it like, oh, that was a one-time thing and, you know, that's not really me. Well, no, but it's, I mean, we're capable. It's like, we're all capable of murder. You know, like we're all capable of so much goodness and, and evil and excellence and to, to box yourself into like, well, this is who I am. I mean, there's so much more to explore and especially in the bedroom and you can role play, you know, all sorts of stuff. So, so when I am not necessarily what I usually am, I mean, I'm also just a really fluid sexual person, you know, like, you know, I don't like to box myself in. So when I do get outside of my comfort zone. I might giggle a lot because I'm so uncomfortable with myself, but it's fun to, to just, just push someone around a little bit and be like, yeah, that's right. Get down the bed. I'm going to boss you around. That's why the timer's nice. Cause then if you start freaking out after five minutes, it's over. <laughs> like, oh. Or if you like it, you can continue on later and be like, I want more of that. You know, it's like a sex buffet. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's not like I've done anything where I would say as long as it's consensual, it was part of myself. Right. No, it just may not be. It may not turn me on, but it's really playful. Sometimes just being playful. You don't have to necessarily being like, is this going to make me come eventually? No, then this is a waste of time. (laughs) That's totally (laughs) true. I totally agree with that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's a funny way to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean... I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, but no, you're right. Play, be playful, be play playful. around. Totally. I've, yeah. I actually, I mean, one of the, one of the long-term girlfriends I had, we, we had all sorts of trouble, uh, with keeping it spiced up in the bedroom. And we only dated for like a year and a half mm-hmm. because she was one of those people that was like, if I'm not going to come, this is bullshit. You know? <laughs> and I'm not like that at all. Like, but she would like, it would literally, the sex was just like, go for the orgasm. That's it. Like she, our foreplay was literally, and this is the stereotype of like men, I think, in the 1800s or maybe even the 1990s. Um, <laughs> she would literally just say like, "You want to fuck now?" Um, <laughs> wow! Not in that voice. He'd be like, "You want to fuck now?" <laughs> maybe that voice would have been more exciting. You want to fuck now? Uh, <laughs> like. Hey, we should fuck. And then I'd be like, uh, okay. And then she would lay down, like take her clothes off and lay down on the bed and be like, all right, let's do it. And I'd be like, wow, this feels like a job interview. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's hard when people aren't sexually paired up, uh, really that, that perfectly. And so that sounds like she just had a certain style of, yeah. you know, doing it, you know, to just get to the point. Well, there's definitely, it's better when there is a true chemical connection between you, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it helps us for sure. We were attracted to each other pretty much physically right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So that's that's very helpful. But we've mm-hmm. had couples come into our store that I was telling you haven't had sex in 20 years. That's right. And it's like, wow. did you ever have good sex? No. 
Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. The chances are it. nothing you do is going to spice that up. You know, you yeah. you either bear with it and ride it out to the end, or get something else going on. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if there's no real bond there, you can't create it artificially. Mm-hmm. At least I don't believe so. Um, but with her, it's like it's pretty easy. You know, I just. I just think of her in certain ways and that my imagination just starts running wild. And I, I envision her in all kinds of scenarios that I won't even describe here. <laughs> Ew, um, juicy. Well, I mean, I have fantasies and that's a yeah, good way to spice it up as we tell each other fantasies that are most likely never going to come true. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can still strive toward them though. I mean, cause it's interesting cause your tip earlier was the stress mm-hmm. not to be so stressful. Yeah. And I think that, and then we were talking about how the goal was having an orgasm. If that wasn't going to happen, then fuck it, it's done, you know? But the same time as over the years, it's like now he knows my buttons, meaning a full massage, and then I'm putty. Then I'm like, and then I'm always horny after getting a massage. Huh. Simple as that. But he goes into it with no expectations. I'm just going to give you a massage because like, I'm like totally, my stress is all on my back, and it's just a block. So, well, I look at massage as a, as a great opportunity to put my hands over every inch of my partner's body. It's an excuse for fun. Yeah, well, but, it, <laughs> but it's, it's also just this very special, loving connection yeah. that only I enjoy, and and I can feel every nuance, everything, and, and there's an energy there. And then that energy usually results in her falling asleep first, <laughs> and then she wakes up just like, "Come back here now," and I'm like, oh. "Okay." And I come back in there and, you know. She like usually, a phoenix. It's yeah. rising. It's a win-win situation. Yeah, awesome. it's a total win. But, I, but if it doesn't again, happen, that's right. okay. Uh-huh. I enjoyed the act for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was spicy enough. Yeah, massage is great for that. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. relaxing. That's why almost instead of just sort of pushing buttons um, in terms of your goods, like your genitals, like, oh, I want let, to, let's make you come, make you feel good. Just think of it as more of a massage and really touch more of it and need and, and sort of just drag out the, the playtime a little bit more. And even really? like you were mentioning before with your couples that would go in for um, to shop and mm-hmm. you'd have them at different areas and they're going to buy each other a um, a gift, whatever, for a toy. We used to have some couples that would come in that have married for 30 years or whatever. Very cute, you know, because it just seems like when you're older and you're just, you're really cute looking at toys. But at the same time, you listen to their conversation and they're all, wow, I, I, I didn't know you liked that. Yeah. And, oh, they why, would discover why, things. why would you Yeah, like the that? discovery is and really important. Like she would grab a dildo that. and he'd be like, that big? Really? <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, um, uh, <laughs> And then all of a sudden he'd be like, what's wrong with me? And we'd be like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. So it's nothing, you know, overall, but it's just really interesting, like you said, that no matter how long you've been together, it's like you're always going to have to have communication. But that's an old, I mean, that's just the standard, straight up. So, but it's kind of nice to be able to get outside the box, as you say, and say, like, honey, I kind of like that. Now, it's, you know, we have to teach people also after you have sex that you maybe, or during sex that not to tell your partner that you don't really do that so well, you know, you know, Ooh, that's a hard way to say that, but and, you know, and they're all, but well, I thought you said you wanted to communicate. I'm like, well, there's a better way to do yeah. it. You might want to wait after breakfast, after you had a nice kind of evening. I love it when you do this thing. Exactly. If you a could possibly do this thing instead, instead of that thing, 
and oh, God, you're so good at this other thing. <laughs> like that's how you hide it in a, lots of positive. Like, you hide way. it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like but you I'm put a it in. dude, and like we're like just tell us what to do. That's true at too. the time. Well, there's that. I it's mean, like we're very directed kind of simple. creatures. We're very simple. I say, you want me to build you a doghouse? I'll go build the doghouse. How big do you want it? How tall do you want it? How wide? What dimension? And then you tell me, and I go and I build it exactly the way you told me. But and how to same, do that in a sexy well, way? Well, with sex, just tell me, where do you want my tongue? How fast do you want my tongue to go? When do you want me See, to penetrate you? I've been yelled just at. Just tell me that. I've been yelled at for being too... Uh, <laughs> Like too, informative, yeah. Be like, oh, a little to the left. Okay, a little bit faster. Oh yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or something. Whatever. That's just. I mean, do I? I don't know. Often, uh, whatever. Why would they um, yell at you for that? You should be but stoked not, with you not, tell, but talking like, to them like that. Just you know, that's a lot of. I don't know. Just sometimes you try and over. It's mainly how you communicate your directions, and it's really important to tell someone what you need in bed. But how do you say it in a sexy way that's uh, hot for both of you? And it's definitely, I mean, like, let's say nipples. Like, let's say they're just like gnawing on it, like, you know, like, rah, 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 you know, and you're like, like, ooh, wow, you're really enthusiastic. I love it. Oh, could you please suck on my nipple instead? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, what, you, you don't want to just smack the shit out of like, his head? What? I mean, unless they're like, into Ow, it, that like, hurts. Just, like, take their hair and, like, pull it back and be like, you are nothing. Suck. <laughs> you know, like, that's maybe not the right. I'm submissive. Sandra's more, mad. Sure. <laughs> Passionate about it. Don't know. Um, but, it's, yeah, it's just so, yeah. the way that you... Oh, actually, oh, I have this book. Right, okay. So, uh, one, we talked about this a long time ago. Uh, someone asked a question. Question. Oh, does anyone in the audience have questions? Because you can also ask questions at the end if you'd like, because we uh, integrate that stuff. No? Okay. It doesn't matter to me. I, I have 200 waiting in my inbox at home. I'm good on questions, guys. I actually Just, think I know someone in the audience, actually. Oh, snap. I actually recognize someone out oh. there. I think I do recognize someone out there. Oh, my God. They're pointing? Mm-hmm. Oh, How pointing. Are you? Uh, <laughs> Sup, girl. And it's funny because that person friended me back on Facebook and I was all happy. <laughs> oh, fa- uniting. I love it. I did a friend request and I was like, I wonder if she'll friend me back. And she did. And I was like, yay! She friended me back. Anyway, that's an aside. Okay, come on. Okay, so a long time ago, a question, we had a question from the audience about how to dirty talk because she'd come from a very religious background. She was all yes. like, oh, how do I, I want to start talking to my partner. And, and we said, like, start talking in the car, like, practice. What are the words you want to use? And, like, you know, dirty, 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 like, pussy, pussy. And, like, just you, whatever those <laughs> words are, just practice saying anything. Just let it out. Um, but if you're nervous, just starting to communicate in the bedroom, like, practice with sounds and also, like, how your voice sounds. Like, for instance, Dave Ross, as I've learned on Twitter, has a much desirable voice to the ladies. I'm getting lots of tweets of, like, I love your podcast and Dave's voice. So, like, I'm getting that a lot. And, like, all right. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. pretty interesting things said to me about my voice. <laughs> yeah. Like a whole new demographic You now. can talk to me anytime. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's in a world. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody said that they wanted to do something and then have you narrate. I don't know. It was like, wow. Yeah, that was whoa. weird. Yeah. I want to fuck this person and have you narrated, Dave. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, man. Yeah. Well, what you can learn is that Dave has a very deep voice. It's a very just sexy voice. And, and so, like, find that in your range. Like, you know, I kind of tend to talk up here a lot when I'm in my brain mode. And then when I'm actually making out with someone and I'm talking like this, it doesn't, it's not very sexy. So I have to remember to kind of, kind of talk, like, slow down and mellow out and talk very in nice. sexy Sandra voice instead of like, oh, sex isn't really neat. You know? <laughs> it's not that sexy. 
when I'm trying to be sexy, it's hard sometimes. So, um, so practice in your car, really figure out what words you want to use and how you want to communicate. But let's say you really just don't know how to, how to talk to people, uh, talk to people. I mean, your partner more than people. Don't dirty talk to someone on the street. It's very non-consensual. <laughs> um, so introducing graphic sex talk to your partner. And I'm just reading a couple things from The Fine Art of Erotic Talk by Bonnie Gabriel. It's probably a fake name. I don't know, but that sounds Bonnie Gabriel. Okay, sorry. Uh, I don't know about the word lusty, but you make me feel so wet and lusty. I'm really happy you're my lover. <laughs> I don't know why I can't say that sexy. I feel weird because then you're listening to this at home and that makes me feel weird. But, um, or just this one, like, I love this sensitive spot on your cock. It really excites me. Just something really simple like that. Just like, oh, that thing in front of me right now, that's cool and I like it and it turns me on. Like, you can really just just say what you're feeling right then in the moment. That's true. Like, that's sure. great dirty talk. You know, like a lot of uh, like women or just heavier folks, they feel insecure about how their body moves, mm-hmm. like when they're having sex. And especially I love how partner. you jiggle around. Yeah. No. And the word jiggle can be a little like... <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course. I love if, your if fat. I, if I said that... <laughs> <laughs> I love how you remind me of a bowl of Jello. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 Jello. You look like Carl Winslow from Family Matters right now. <laughs> oh. Oh. Whoa! We have referred to the '90s a lot. Um, but yeah, just little things like that. Just saying what you what you like right in front of you. I mean, it's just like, mm, you taste good. Just being able to say, mm, you taste good. I mean, that's, that's talking dirty and expressing yourself. Even if right you have there. to hum or you lay in a hum, but you're like, Oh yeah. You mm, know, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, right. The hidden it's language of trying mm-hmm. to learn to speak. Uh-huh. Hmm. It's a little hard. <laughs> no, not that that would be what hmm. would come back from me. Hmm. You're like, huh? Huh? Uh-huh. Like, so you know, like when they're like, huh, 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 or, and then, and then you kind of change it up. They're like, ah, and you know, maybe you were freaking them out like too much nerve endings. Like you have to be able to read sounds sometimes. No, but I don't know. You two are looking at each other knowingly. <laughs> I'm still trying to get back on the me so horny part. Oh, I don't know. I, I tried enough. working it out for you. I just, I mean, it's I not, know. it's not take, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. No, it's okay. Aww. I mean, maybe next Halloween, honey. Oh, that's right. It's Monday. Wait, it's Monday and Dave has a show and you have to go to your show. We're going to wrap it up in, in probably just a few minutes. But, oh, okay. But, I mean, you should go and be funny in a different place because you were funny yeah. here. <laughs> Thank you. And then you're going to go you. funny and be like, but you have to get up and like, take a bow or something so everyone can applaud. Oh, geez. Uh, okay. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, I couldn't miss either of these things. Um, I'm more glad yeah. you didn't. Yeah, Maria... Bamford and Mark Marin are on this show, you know, so it's kind of hard to be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it another time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they're hilarious. They're yeah. some of my favorite comics. Oh, Thank you so much. Uh, I love you wow. guys. I'll be at the next one for sure. Yeah. Bye. It's great. Thank, you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I break a leg. Okay, now that he's gone, all right, we can talk okay. all about him. Okay, um, so I want to, I need to, we do need to uh, wrap it up, but I wanted to talk about... Well, first of all, I have a pet peeve about Kama Sutra I wanted to talk about real quick. Because we talked about positions and stuff, but mm-hmm. I have a like, serious pet peeve. So, just, I mean, I said this to you backstage, but the Kama Sutra is a huge book with lots of things in it, not just sexual positions. So, you're going to be, like, super duper cool if you know this and out in the world. You can like, say that to people, or you just know that it's not just sex positions. 
Okay. So as much as people go like, yeah, let's, let's spice it up with a new position. Cause that's the Kama Sutra. It's all like, fuck it, man. <laughs> the Kama Sutra is my favorite part of the Kama Sutra is the part where they talk about how to bite and, and scratch people correctly. Like they talk about <laughs> how you can create marks on your lover's body with like, you can do like half moon prints or you can scratch down here. You can nod. There's all these different scratchy bitey like marks you can leave on your partner and how leave, well, as long as it's negotiated beforehand, but it, leaving marks on a partner is often very erotic for a person to yep. see the next day. Like if they're changing, you see it in the mirror, maybe not on the neck or places where you're. Well, when you were a teenager, right? you gave hickeys, right? Yeah. yeah, maybe in places below the neckline, you know, because mm. I don't like turtlenecks. So, but the, the exciting thing about the Kama Sutra is that there's so much stuff about how to. Uh, have a really thorough, sexy love life, but it's not just about your sexual position. Well, Tantra comes up from all of that, you know? So it's definitely a lot more than just, uh, you know, bending yourself up like a pretzel. Right. Breathe, breathe, breathe. breathe I think breathe, there's breathe. actually in yeah, the whole on, on. Kama Sutra that only three chapters are about positions. positions, and the rest is all about being in the presence, the whole thing, um, being one on one and being in contact. Yeah. In the moment is really what mm-hmm. it's all about. Yeah, and preparing yourself and you know, perfume and just really being ready for the lovemaking session and mm-hmm. not just... And that was an interesting twist, too, bringing that into our relationship. Ian loved Tantra. He's like, ooh, this is really great. We can sit let's here look and into each look each eyes. other's eyes and we can breathe. Do a little I'm fire like, breath orgasm. <laughs> let's go. Let, can we go finish this? Because I want... Yeah. She's I'm like, like, I'm trying to hold her hips still. And she's trying to move her hips. I'm like, no, no, enjoy the moment. How about the thing where, um, like, like if it's a male and a female, the guy uh, like first, and then she straddles him, so you're mm-hmm. facing each other, and you're both sitting up, yeah. and then you, you're connected genitally, and then you can. Oh, where was I reading this? That you squeeze alternately your uh, uh, PC yeah. muscles, yeah, and so you can have sex without actually moving, but you just have to. It's sort of like a seesaw of erotic squeezing. It's like. Yeah, we've done okay, that. Okay, that's not a sexy sound. But you get the idea. <laughs> and so, like, that's a really hot thing, like, stuff like she, that. She would rather something. me uh-huh. just fuck her like a porn set. Maybe if you just spank her while you're doing yeah, that. You go. Like, just having yeah. a little something. Like, I'm like, look into my eyes, and she's like, why don't you just. It's a very uncomfortable thing to look at your partner for five minutes straight. And because we, we, we have. You can blink. You know, even with that, you just kind of, <laughs> even when we look at each other, or just with. You know, have you ever met somebody that you shook their hand, you're talking to them, and they're looking straight at you? For And it's very, it's a bit disconcerting. Yeah. Because you kind of like move off to the side to look at something because it's like they're boring a hole into your soul, <laughs> you know? Um, and so that was really kind of hard for me to learn with him to do that Like mantra. she's shifting around and everything really to try and move. And I'm like, stop, just slow That's down. Did you feel like yourself when you finally sort of gave into the eye gazing? Yes. Did that help relax? Into- it, it took me a bit. It yeah. took me a while, but and it's practice. Yeah. Eye gazing is powerful. I talk about that a lot, yeah, actually. It it's is really powerful. And then using your PC muscle for both a guy and for a girl or mm-hmm. who, whatever as partners, just we don't use our PC muscles correctly. I don't think here. Here, wait, like here, like here, right, right now, now I'm, right I'm here. confused. Um, like you, me? Okay, so for women, your OB, okay, OBGYN will tell you that for women, we should be um, to practice and squeeze our PC muscles. So like when you're at a stop sign, you're waiting, whatever, you're supposed to be squeezing your ass. Yeah. Okay? Well, that's your glutes. Okay? Your PC muscle is really 
down in front, like under your pelvic bone. All right. So we really don't use that correctly. Wait, so we rotate. But the pee muscle is the right muscle. Like the pee, right. You try to, so yes. to constrict the, muscle, the urination. But that's not always the best way to do it because you're trying to go to the yeah, bathroom, but right? To figure out where it is, though. Right. But if. But most people don't realize. So that. people are squeezing their butt muscles. Yeah, they're instead. like squeezing, squeezing, squeezing. Okay, that's great. You're gonna have some great ass, but that's not your PC muscle. Okay. So, okay. People, so if you're listening and you tend to squeeze more your glutes, then you're doing that not. Right. And we rotate our hips a lot more easier because they're stronger. So when you're sometimes when you squeeze, like if you're sitting in your chair right now, sit straight, and you trying to your PC muscle is down below, and it's actually for you know. For women, it's like we have a tendency. Can we talk to more switch. about strip clubs. Oh, God. <laughs> fine, whatever. But I mean, the PC muscle. And me so horny. Just make oh, sure that you're stop. squeezing the right stop. muscle. And if you're confused, just go drink some water. Hydrate. Always important for your sexiness. Yes. And make sure that you're squeezing the the, the stop your pee muscle. Basically. That's probably the easiest way to find out. Okay. Unless you try something like Smart Balls or something like that, which are those Kegel muscle. Yeah. Things like well, that. Actually. Are I you wearing them? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> actually, she's like, oh. <laughs> if everyone in, knew that I was. I think having an entire group of people know that I would had something in vaginally would just be too much for me. Like I thought about like, especially when I first started teaching workshops and things, like I thought about wearing smart balls as a way to kind of like make it more interesting for me and like get more in a fun mood. And then I was like, no, I would die. I would die. Oh, that's <laughs> no, too much. When I had my store open, all my girls, every Tuesday, everybody had to wear smart balls. Yeah. It's smart ball Tuesday. She had smart, smart ball, ball Tuesday. Tuesdays. Excellent. Yeah. Smart balls are two balls connected to each other made by fun factory. They're awesome. Uh, and everyone they're like, weighted. So they're like the old style, um, Benoit, Benoit balls, balls so, but they're coated in silicone. So what happens is when it comes down, it's the... Um, Tries to pull its way out. Yeah, because of gravity. And so that's how you find your PC muscle, because your PC muscle will actually stop it from coming out. The same as, okay, like you stopping to pee, okay? So anyway, that was, you know, learning how to do that, going back to Kama Sutra positioning. And, oh, right, and like, then you're squeezing... <laughs> And then you can yeah, really yeah. grip their penis and be like, bah! you actually learn, learn or a how toy to do it. or fingers. It's really fun with fingers where you're like, bah, I can, I can squeeze. Like, and guys like that guys, uh-huh. my understanding, my, it, it, we're talking heterosexual here. It's partners that, um, for most guys they are not used to a woman being able to grasp and hold on to your shaft. Like no tomorrow. Uh-huh. They're all like, I want to come out, but she won't let me. Yeah, I heard that somebody had said a long time ago that they wanted to be able to lower themselves down on a roll of quarters and be able to pick it up. And I haven't ever done it, but I'm like, that is a goal. That is a, a goal. roll of quarters. quarters. Yeah, like because wow. it's, it's heavy and it's weighted, and yeah. it's, it's, so just have it and just be able to like lower on it and pick it up. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. it'd be porous. I'd have to put a condom on it. Oh, but, yeah. uh, um, but no, yeah. funny enough, you said a heterosexual is. Uh, there's this joke in the lesbian community about lesbian bed death. That after a certain period of time in a in a female female relationship, they just eventually it's just your friends and there's not really any sex happening and they call that lesbian bed death. So believe me, it's, no matter who you're partnering with, it's really important to keep it keep the passion alive. Um, yep. But yes, uh, if anyone does, anyone have any questions? No, we're good. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Um, Which puppets? Like vulva puppets and. Oh, those puppets! Yeah, those. Somebody were asked about somebody in the audience asked about the puppets. How do those figure in? Well, those were representations of us. They're not puppets; they're clay figures, oh, those, and they were yes. given to us because. I'm like, which puppets do we have on our side? I'm holding up a picture. Because I used clay. to be, I used to be an elementary school teacher, and she worked at a law office, and we didn't want anyone to know who we were. So some friends said, "You should be those people." 
And so they gave us these clay magnets and we digitized them and became that. We got permission from the artist and it was like that became Freddie and Eddie. So you were super secret. Yeah. Until one of my students' parents came up and was like, Hey, Freddie. It's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, open that door, please. Because they all thought I was a swinger. Oh. So all the mom parents, the crazy mom parents would crazy like come moms. into my classroom and like, you know. Yeah, it's interesting being propositioned. It's amazing what I've been propositioned for. Yeah. Just as a sex educator, I'm like, no, I'm cool. Thanks. Yeah. That was really nice to know you're into that. It's nice meeting you. <laughs> I'll yes. ring. I'll ring you up now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming. I had a great show. I hope you had a good time. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com.